Hello and welcome. My name is Dr. Kenitra Bryant, and today's motivational aim targets celebrate your victories. For those who are tuning in for the first time, thank you. And you are currently listening to the 38-part series entitled God, Me, and the Dissertation. So far, I've provided some tips, some encouragement, and personal experiences I went through when I was going through the dissertation phase. I wanted to share those insights with you as you work on your goals because there will be a lot of characters and chaos that comes your way. And the only way to defeat it all is remaining connected to Christ and believing in every one of God's promises. So feel free to listen to parts 1 through 27 to catch up. But the motivational aim, celebrate your victories, is one that some people shouldn't be ashamed to do. Celebrating where God brought you from or celebrating a task that you completed or a goal you achieved is a great thing to do. Even celebrating the steps of progress you're making toward your goals is something one does not need to dismiss. If anyone should celebrate their progress towards achievement, it should be the one working towards or working on the goal. So don't feel guilty or bad because you worked towards something and you achieved it. There will be some people very upset that you worked towards your goals and they're going to be disappointed that you achieved them and they won't or they might not celebrate those achievements with you. There are some individuals who think that just because they aren't celebrating you, you shouldn't celebrate you. No, you go celebrate what God did in your life. Praise God's name. Thank Jesus and keep excelling so you can celebrate some more. Don't get caught up thinking that when you finally finish your goal and you graduate, so to speak, in whatever goal you're pursuing, then you'll celebrate. No, celebrate every victory you accomplish. Celebrate every task that you've completed. Celebrate, and celebrate how you want to. And if that celebration means and celebrate in a God-honoring way, that's what I need to put in there. Celebrate in a God-honoring way. The aim is to not get buck wild and undo everything you were working towards because that happens and you don't want that to happen to you, okay? And I use the example of graduation. Let's say a person has to complete 120 credit hours so they can get their degree. Let's say that they passed their very first class. They earned an A or a B or they were able to see their way right on out of that class. That is a celebration. So they go celebrate. They have a good time. They're going to God in prayer, thanking God and telling God, thank you, Lord, we did it. Thank you, Lord, for helping me. You know, because nobody really understood or understands what that person went through. The long nights, the prayers, the cries, the studying day in and day out, they've achieved a goal. And that goal is working towards that degree. So if they keep that up, they will hit their target. So let's say this person who passed this class, they're going 
to go reward themselves. They're telling God, you know what, God, I'm about to go reward myself. I'm going to relax for the rest of the day. I'm going to go watch a movie or I'm going out to eat. I might even go ahead and add on a dessert for today. I'm going to go pamper myself, show myself some love. I might even send a text message to myself that says congrats with confetti. However you want to celebrate, celebrate. As long as it does not go contrary to God's will, word, and way for your life. But celebrate. Celebrate what you've accomplished. And continue to motivate yourself. Continue motivating yourself. And as I said earlier, some people might find it odd that you celebrate your achievements. They find it, oh, why are you doing that? It was just a class. See, they don't understand what you went through. It was more than a class. You were not dealing with just a class alone. You were dealing with storms within storms that some people did not even know about. So celebrate. And in your celebration, make sure God is in it. Because he's the one who granted you the success to be able to celebrate. So don't ever leave him out. Some people don't want you to celebrate your achievements because they don't like you. And they don't like what you achieved. But what does that have to do with your destiny? Nothing. You keep celebrating. You keep celebrating because if the tables were turned and they achieved something and you don't like them, they're going to celebrate. That's not going to stop them. So don't let that stop you. You should always aim to celebrate what God is doing in your life. And I want to share a few passages of scripture referring to celebration. It's found in the 8th chapter of the book of Nehemiah. And I encourage everyone to scan and skim and read that book. But here is a brief snapshot of the book. Nehemiah was a cupbearer for a king in Persia. And he heard about how the wall in Jerusalem was in absolute ruins. And he was very concerned about this wall. And he asked his boss for some time off to go repair and rebuild the city's wall. Rebuilding this wall would reestablish the city. But there were people in the city who did not want this wall and this research about the wall to be rebuilt or repaired. There were some people who profited from the despair and disorganization in the city. And rebuilding the wall would create structure and boundaries. And the people who didn't want this wall to be reestablished, they didn't want that kind of structure put in place at all. Nehemiah started the rebuilding and the research project, and he was criticized He was mocked, he was talked about, and he was even threatened because of his efforts to create God-honoring change, stability, and organization in a city that laid in ruins. Enemies saw Nehemiah as a threat, and the whole time Nehemiah was doing this to express his reverence to God. Despite the challenges Nehemiah faced, People were willing to change their circumstance from ruin to restored. And they were willing to turn to God and repent. And that is where we pick up in chapter 8 in the book. 
Okay, Nehemiah and the people of the city were guarding the wall and repairing the wall. They were doing what they needed to do to fix the damage done to the city's wall. Instead of letting it just lay there in a heap of ruins, they got to work and they started changing what they could. And as the people in the city worked diligently on the community and family project research assignment, a preacher started reading the word of God out loud. And the preacher read God's word for about six hours. And as the preacher was reading, the people who were already doing God-honoring work, repairing the damage that was done, they started gathering towards the man of God and they started listening to what the preacher was saying. They were really paying attention to his words. And they knew the preacher was proclaiming what God was telling to them. And they understood that God was giving them guidance and direction and instructions on how to live as they repaired the walls in their life. And they trusted God with the walls in their life. And everyone listened and received the word of God as truth. And Nehemiah even had the word of God explained in greater detail so people could get a clearer understanding of what they heard. And if anybody had any questions... There were people there to explain things to them. Now, when the people really understood what God was commanding them to do and how he was commanding them to live, people started crying. They were crying because they understood that for years they lived their life apart from God. And for years they followed the traditions and generational patterns of disobeying God. And then they were a part of refusing to hear and do what God told them to do for their benefit and blessing. And their refusal to obey God had gone on for nearly 150 years. And to them, that explained why they were experiencing this stagnation. They were not progressing. And it was because of their decisions it was because of their disrespect towards God. It was because of their refusal to obey that their life laid in ruins. And the boundaries, the walls that God put around them to protect them, they saw and understood that they were the ones tearing it down. They were the ones creating these ruins in their own life. They were the ones doing it. And when they allowed disobedience, disregard, and disrespect to enter their hearts where they were doing all of this to God, it was an opportunity for Satan to use that as an inroad to perpetuate generational disobedience in their descendants' life. So they were crying and they were so remorseful. Because everything clicked. They had an understanding. And Nehemiah told the people, don't grieve, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. And the people rejoiced in their understanding. And remember, it's a blessing to receive information and knowledge. But if a person understands the knowledge they receive and they apply wisdom, which is doing what God said to do with knowledge and understanding, when a person does all of those things, they're blessed. So going back to the people, they understood 
They received the knowledge from God's word and now they were going to apply what they learned as they repented and started doing things God's way. This revelation of what they did wrong and then understanding the importance of doing things God's way, the right way, was cause for a celebration because they were on or they were taking a new direction. So the people celebrated. They celebrated because they were doing all this research year after year, trying to get an understanding on why things didn't work. They were trying to get a sense of, okay, why is this sample flawed? Why is everything in ruins? Why is my research of trying to get to the next level so stagnant? What's going on? But when they got a hold of a new research book pertaining to their study on success, which was God's word, this made all of the difference. And they listened to these new authors in this book. And they listened to the divine researcher going over that same research topic that they studied for years. They studied this year after year, but this time they were able to hear something new. The sample, the ruins, the study, everything made sense. They were able to check their heart, their mind, their soul, and their relationship with God and begin writing a new proposal that made sense. They were finally able to make the changes needed for progress. And that was worth celebrating. They were breaking ground in the research study, and it was guaranteed to yield results if they stood firm in following the process and keeping God first. When God grants you understanding, and you're able to get to the other side of a problem that you've been stuck at or stuck in for years, months, days, whatever, celebrate. Praise God for what he's doing in your life. Don't despise what God has blessed you to understand. When you achieve those moments of understanding and breakthrough, and you've been working towards this goal, rejoice. Praise God. Do that, and don't be ashamed, okay? And a few scriptures I would like to leave you with. The first one is Psalm the 98th chapter in the fourth verse and it reads shout joyfully to the lord all the earth shout in jubilation and sing for joy and sing praises the next scripture is philippians the fourth chapter in the fourth verse and it states rejoice in the lord always again i will say rejoice I shared those scriptures with you as a reminder to always rejoice and praise God for every moment of victory that you have as it relates to every one of your God-honoring targeted goals. God is the one who grants us knowledge, understanding, discernment, and wisdom. And we should openly, without apology, praise Him when we understand every revelation he reveals. Don't ever despise what God is leading you through. And don't ever let someone make you feel that praising God and celebrating your victories and the hard things that he brought you out of is wrong. Celebrate your victories as you keep 
God first. Thank you all for tuning in. Visit drkenitrabryant.com to download God, Me, and the Dissertation, a 38-day devotional on the site. You can order inspirational apparel. And you have the option to connect with me on Instagram at Aim Towards the Target and at College underscore Success Tips. Enjoy your day. Peace and God bless.